Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Yeah. So like, I'm like, dang, I actually got a reason to be confident. Like, I don't got no, I don't have any reason to hold me back. Like, as opposed to showing up to the Schultz last year, I took, I, I took a bronze medal and, and still had some. Right. Some good notable wins and, and good tournaments, but like I still could tell like I was wrestling uh, hesitant. That's because I truly didn't have that true confidence. Like you can be cocky, but like, I'm a you know confident person all the time. I don't care if I haven't trained in a year. I still right. believe in my head I'm gonna come off the couch and yeah, yeah. <laughs> that That's just how I'm programmed. Right. Like but when you actually have a reason to believe that way, like you're living right. Nutrition's right. Your diet, your lifestyle, your sleeping, your training. I mean, I felt untouchable, you know. <clears throat> yeah, man. You could. I mean, you could kind of tell just by how, you, how. How long were you at in Jersey training before the Schultz? Two months, six, six to eight weeks. Okay. So really, so, yeah, that's not really not even that long. Not even long, man. I'm super. Like I built. <clears throat> I keep building, and then hit Cuba, and then hopefully look to where I, you know, in a couple months at the Open and really perform. Because I got a lot of stuff I can get better on just from the shorts. Like if I right. make that tape, right, right, right. I got a lot of a lot of good uh, little adjustments I, I can make. And I'm gonna try to put them to use in Cuba next week. It's nice being able to make those adjustments with a gold medal, as opposed to like being upset and having to make those adjustments. Right. Yeah, I hate the, I hate the, I hate that one saying: you don't win, you either win or you learn. Uh, you win or you lose. You learn both. If right. you, you can learn from wins and losses. It just so happens that when you lose, you want to call it. I learn. No, right. I learn when I win. <laughs> right. so what's your? Uh, I mean, you talked a little bit about it, but like, what now? You don't got to maintain a scholarship, right? You're not trying to like get college paid for anymore. What's your biggest motivator? What's your biggest motivator? Um. Honestly, I, I, yeah, uh, you know, I never even looked at the sport as a way to make money or anything like that. You know what I mean? Right. Getting a, getting a D1 or getting opportunities in high school, getting thrown <clears throat> around and have your own place. Like, I had some really cool experiences just as a side effect of being good at my craft, you know? Right. So, my goal is honestly the same as it was since I was a little kid. Like, 
growing up, it was to be a state champ. And then you do that. You're like, okay, what's next? Okay, senior nationals, Fargo. I want to be a national champ. In college, you know, I fell short. I never got my NCAA title. So you, you do what you, know, you can do, and that's go get the next best thing, which is a world or Olympic title. Right. Now, obviously, to do that, I got to beat David Taylor, who's pound for pound number one ranked wrestler in the world. Always, you know. Yeah. So, so that's my goal. My goal is, to, you know, first and foremost, make this world team and get another match with him. But honestly, I just want to see the best version of myself by the by the Olympics. Yeah. You know, it's no money motivated. You know, I'm not money motivated. If I was, if I was money motivated, I wouldn't even still be wrestling. I'll think, you know. Right. 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 Yeah. I've never been. That's not a sport you. It's not a sport you really strive if it's if it's for the money. Right. If you're trying to, yeah. If you're trying to be a multimillionaire, you're in the wrong game. So you better have a shoe. (laughs) But like, guess I'm not complaining. I'm living great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I love. So I mean, I see a lot of my friends around my age working nine to fives, and I mean, I don't really want that life either. So yeah. My goal, honestly, for now, by the time I'm 27, 28, I just want to get to the best version of myself, and I think here's the spot to do it, you know, with right. the training partners and the setup I got. No doubt. I mean, you're pretty much living a, I don't know if this is the right word, but you're pretty much living a scholarship right now. Like, you're self-funded, or, or I mean, you're you're funded to be able to train and do what you love, so why not? I mean, yeah, dude, I don't pay for rent. I get a salary. Yeah. It's literally my job. I got tons of sponsors, and... Right. You know, incentives and different deals with companies and uh, right. And basically, I got a. At any time I want, I have a place down in Fort Lauderdale, Boca, American Top Team, like yeah. a, a UFC, you know, not UFC contract, but a, a spot yeah. to train to make yeah. my goals reality with fighting. So yeah, why jump into that? That's Mako and those guys. So in love with this. That's Mako and those guys. Mako, Covington, yeah. yeah. Colby's actually, they're flying me down to train with him for a week before his uh, fight because I think he's next in line for the title fight. Okay. I just read something about him. It's off topic. but um, So, actually, it's not off topic because it brings me to the next one. So, the very first time, like, I was playing college ball up until, like, 2016, right? I spent some time in the military, then went JUCO, then played Division One football. Uh, I really wasn't like, I mean, division was like a job, right? So I was I was volunteering in the high school wrestling room in town, but like I wasn't watching a ton of it and like paying too much attention. I damn the time, and so the first time I really saw like Pat Downey, and I've seen like video clips and stuff and like heard your name, but it was on Twitter, and it was with Ben Askren. Am I right? Am, am I thinking that right? Oh, yeah. I, thought, yeah but I, was, I thought you were going to say Daniel Cormier. Yeah. <laughs> Him too? See, I didn't know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He's pretty like active on social media. And all. Okay, so Ben is one that enticed me because I, I went to a camp with Ben when I was younger, so I like followed him for a long time. But, like, um, what was it about that that, like, uh, got you going a little bit? Like, that, that was, like, what started us? Yeah, because I could feel like that could be something in the future. Who knows? You know what I mean? Like, Oh, I'd love for that to be something in the future. Right. Yeah. He ain't going to take me down and hold me down and beat me up like everybody <laughs> else. I guarantee that. No, he... Uh, well, y'all have like, similar personalities is what I'm saying. What's that? You guys kind of have a similar way of like talking to people. He probably is a little more premeditated about it. 
but mm-hmm. like I feel like you guys are kind of. You yeah, know. it's like lot. It's not like just aimless shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like logic. Yeah, right. Like really getting under the skin, right? Because <laughs> it's like that smarter type of yeah. Like you saw him at the press conference, probably. Yeah, yeah. He's running the show now, and and that's the thing. Like you, you, you don't not have respect for a guy like that because if you do, then you're disrespecting the very thing you do. You know, right? I don't not have respect for Daniel Cormier. He's Olympian. Ben Askren, two-time high trophy winner, he's Olympian. I don't disrespect guys that, you know. Right. So people kind of, kind of have this misconception when they see that happening. But, in fact, it's probably the opposite. It's probably because I do respect these people that that's why we have, that. that's why I feel like I need to voice my opinion. And and that's probably why their words can get to me is because I have this <laughs> level of respect for them so they matter. It's not like some random Twitter troll you know, harassing me. Yeah. Well, this guy's in the know, and this dude's somebody. Yeah, he's so, not. He's not as ignorant as most people. Exactly. And and but what happened was is I'm at Wisconsin after shit hit the fan at the, at uh, Iowa State, and my buddy Ben, you know, uh, my vehicle blown up. Ben came. Yeah, yeah. Up, yeah. together. That was a cool part so, too, man. <laughs> right. So I'm doing all that in Wisconsin with Ringers Club. You know the club Ringers. Yeah. Okay. Where Fielke and yeah. Hearinger come from and Provisor. Yeah. So I'm with I, had Washington, I had a Washington kid just down there. Yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm there. And uh, and all I'm seeing and hearing is, is about these dudes complaining. They're losing all their kids to Aspen Club. Aspen Wrestling Academy. Right. This dude's out here recruiting elementary and middle schoolers, stealing them to his club, charging them five times as much. Got the parents, and I'm like, all I'm like basically is like, dude, you're a fraud. You're not in this for the betterment of wrestling. You're in this for the betterment of your pockets. <laughs> He's a businessman. <laughs> businessman. And I'm not knocking that. He has a great name, Astro yeah. Wrestling Academy. Okay, do your thing. But guess what? I'm bad when I show up to teach a private and, and there's five kids here when the last week, three weeks ago there was 30. Yeah. And I, and I see this coach who's a great guy, James. Uh, complaining every day about how his club's going under because AWA, Aston Wrestling Academy, won't stop, you know? Is that what triggered it all? What? Is that what triggered it all a little bit? Oh, it triggered it all because I'm there <laughs> with these people and I'm all about, like, respect and loyalty and these yeah. people are doing good by me and I'm and I'm not just going to sit around and watch this dude do, do wrong by these good people. Right, right. So you can ask Ben Provisor, too. He'll tell you the same thing. He's much more close with the scene there, too. Yeah much more tighter with, with him. He'll, he'll tell you the same thing. He doesn't like them. And, um, yeah, do put a sour taste in my mouth. And Oh, and then we were supposed to train together. And then hits me up on Twitter, calls me and says, yeah, man, your, uh, your public image, it might not, with your public image being the way it is, it might not look so good for us to train together. And I was like, listen, dude, I don't care if the public knows it or not. We don't got to take any pictures. I won't bring the phone to your training compound. I just need a body to try to help me get ready for the Open and the trials. Which is, he gave me his word that we were going to train together, and then he didn't. So that's when I started calling him out on, like, you know. I feel that. And he just wants to call me crazy. (laughs) He he literally didn't acknowledge any of the facts. He didn't acknowledge any of the facts about him stealing the kids and ruining the wrestling scene there. He didn't acknowledge anything. So So he's right there, man. A little bit, there's a little bit there. Well, that's exciting for me as a, as a, uh, I don't know, like a bystander who knows 
each person, you know, like, who knows, man, especially with your guys' line of work after wrestling's done. That might yeah, be cool. I'll get down to welterweight. <laughs> I like, you know what, though, I like, uh, some of what Ben says actually makes sense sometimes. He, you know, he's doing the thing for Rudis. He's actually done some stuff for Wrestling Mindset in the past. Uh, yeah, he's a smart dude, too. Yeah, but you know what's cool is, um, like, I don't agree with everything he says, You don't, and nobody has to, but he was talking about, like, people who, wrestlers, right, the guys in the room who do all the right stuff, they show up on time, they're eating the right food, uh, and I, this is like, uh, I don't want to speak out of turn here, but like, probably what you weren't in high school, am I right? Like the guys with the straight A's and like, trying to do all the extra stuff, be vocal leaders and be, com- you know, camaraderie and all these things, right? And then he, he, he said, he said he's, he, on the other end of the spectrum, there's what he calls the cowboys, right? Who are still equally as good at wrestling, but don't have to do all the extra stuff and don't necessarily feel obligated to, like, you know, maybe be a leader or eat right or do all these things. And I'm like, and, and he talks about, as a coach, which one would you rather have? And I'm like, dude, I want a room full of cowboys, man. Like, give me that. Right. And, and, and like, yeah, I mean, I, I think for you, you're you're kind of a cowboy, dude. Like, yeah, like that's how we went all the time. Like, I didn't grow up in a wrestling household. I was a first generation wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't have no role model. You know what I mean? Right. I grew up in East Baltimore. Went to, Bird, <laughs> you know, lived in Bird Park. Went to Glenmel High School. Only white kid in the school. Like, I didn't, I didn't have those type of lifestyle. I didn't. I just wasn't me. I just was somebody who, you know, I was wild in the park I was out all the time like right. I was I was a cowboy call it what you want yeah but like I still could wrestle <laughs> right you know what I mean I could still throw that ball and I could still play the game do the yeah. sports and stuff but like yeah so that's one thing I'm learning now to, to accomplish what I want to do well your ceiling's yeah. higher because of that though yeah but I, I've also changed a lot too sure. because at this level it's not like at Fargo or, you know... No, you're a professional now, man. It's not even like it is in college. Right. No, you're a professional now. And and you ain't going to beat nobody worth beating if you're not living a certain life. Like, I don't care what you say. Like, you yeah. got to get to sleep. You right. Gotta, you got to eat this right, right stuff. And, like, I'm starting to see that as I'm turning 25, 26 now. And, like, that lifestyle stuff matters. Yeah. Man, dude, when That's I was... the big thing I've changed, man. As, as you know... As well as obviously sure. training. Right. Like, I used to think I could just show up to compete. Yeah. You should have saw me at the U.S. <laughs> Open last year. I looked terrible. <laughs> just I mean, going for it? months before it. <laughs> That's great, dude. Because, I mean, that mentality is, like, one in a million part, like, at that level. And then, um... That's the thing, is people look for reasons not to compete. Oh, I don't got the right shoes on. Oh, I didn't wear, I didn't pack my right underwear. Right. Oh, my fingers aren't taped. Like, they look for reasons not to compete, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm out here just trying to find a way to get to the Open. Right. Doing damn right well. If you let me in that tournament, I will qualify for the trials, and that's how I open up this door with the NJRTC. Wow. (laughs) I can envision you just, like, showing up, dude, like, somebody give me a pair of shoes, man, like... What size are those? <laughs> uh, like the little kid, little kid, little kid who had the bike, other kids hate you. Huh? I said the power of my mind finagled, it made everything yeah. happen. Are you optimistic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, what's the word? Like, I'm over-optimistic. That's not the, that's not the cool word I'm thinking about, though. 
there's like a there's like a word, but it pretty much like you're optimistic. Are you optimistic about too much? You think? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. My belief, yeah, yeah. I'm delusional. Yeah. Delusionally, yeah. That's the word, man. Yeah. Delusionally optimistic. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. It's a I'll blessing. Say stuff on Twitter, and I'll say it publicly <laughs> too, because I believe it so much. Right. I'm like, yeah, I'm about to go to the World Team Trials and wrestle Taylor. He's not going to score on me. Dude, that's great. And, and the thing is, you believe it though. You believe that though. Yeah, but but you you gotta have a reason to believe it. You can't just believe sure. it because you're cocky. Right. Because then you, you see what happens. You, right. You lose to David Taylor. Yeah, and your optimism is crushed. <laughs> I mean, in the semifinals of the World Team Trials, I, I tech crushed her right before it. Me and Ben training together, and then it was two zero after the first period, and then he smoked me. Yeah. I mean that's uh, that's like he, like you said, man. He, he's he's uh, like pound for pound the guy right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt about it. You talked about uh, you talked about being like a, a kind of a late bloomer, dude. I really didn't. I really didn't mature. I didn't start a varsity football game in high school, and I went to a crappy small town high school. And so for me to like play Division One was laughable to a lot of people. And so for you, I want to know how that, I know a lot of, especially in wrestling, it's funny because you get the guys who aren't big enough to play football. Like there's a couple of unicorns out there like who are like, uh, you know, uh, like there's a few guys who could probably do both, right? Bigger weights. But yeah, for the I most mean, part. I first committed to college for football. Really? Yeah. So you're probably one of those guys, right? Like Jane Cox. I, 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 went to, I played college ball with one of his high school teammates. He said he was the best football player he's ever seen, dude. Yeah, Jaden can play. Yeah, and so Jayden like, the athlete. Yeah, yeah. And so there's a few unicorns like that, but in wrestling you get a lot of late bloomers. Mm-hmm. Like I met, um, like even guys who are fully matured. I'm like, like Nathan Tomasello would punch me in the face, right? But like, he's the smallest dude I've ever seen. Yeah, but he's a little juice box. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he's a f- ball of fire, dude. But, like, yeah. you know, you see a lot of that in wrestling. So how do you think that helps? So David, help. David Tiller's a late bloomer, too, dude. You're, it's got to help. It helps. Because. If you stick with it. Yeah, you're not only sticking with it, but, like, you're forced to overcompensate in different areas. Like, right. You know what I mean? Like. Um, right. Like okay, uh, I'm not as physically mature. Like, I just started putting facial hair on my on my skin last year. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like literally, that's the yeah, truth. Mom, for sure. mom, everybody laughed at me. Right. But like, you know, I get ID'd everywhere I go. Still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't even freaking go to a casino without right. getting ID'd. But <laughs> on the flip end of that, I think wrestling keeps you young too. I think being active keeps you young. I think that's all like a mindset too. Like. Blooming late and stuff, and oh, I haven't hit puberty. He hasn't matured yet. My dad le- never allowed me to use that as a crutch. Dude, you like, shouldn't. I grew up boxing in Humar, Baltimore Boxing Club. Yeah. With Golden Gloves boxers, Gravante Davis just knocked dude out last night in the first round. I grew up with these dudes. I'm eight, nine, ten years old. There's no weight class. <laughs> these mugs are 13, 14, 15. You know Punching what I mean? the hell out of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not allowed to use that as an excuse. Right. And I'm also not allowed to use my wrestling as a way to win the fight. So I'm sitting here figuring out a way to throw hands. Like, right. it's forcing me to get better at what you got to get better. You know what I mean? And the same with riding the bikes or playing the basketball. Like, 
that's all we did was compete yeah. growing up. So yeah. it forced me to raise my level. And then when that other stuff that you're talking about catches up, you know, now my mind's thinking, now I'm like three, four, five steps ahead. Now, yeah. now I've got that explosiveness and that balance and that, you know? Confidence too, man. I know a lot of dudes who peak too soon. Really? A lot of dudes. I'm sure you do too, man, who are like physically the dude in like eighth, ninth grade, and then they're like still that same person. Damn, homie, in high school, you were an amazing Yeah, that's exactly what I think about. A lot of them too, man, and then I'll, I'll go back home and everybody's still talking to me about right. it. Right. <laughs> hey, man, I picked you off. Do you remember in the same yeah. time state? I picked you off. You're like, nah, bro, I don't remember that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. All right, dude. Who's the who's the toughest college wrestler in, in the nation right now? Toughest college wrestler in the nation. Mm-mm-mm. Hey, you mind if I take a couple screenshots while we're done? Toughest. Hey, you cool if I take a screenshot or two while we're talking? Yeah, yeah. Go okay. ahead, man. For Go sure. ahead, do your thing. Um. You got, you, got, you got me here on uh, on the ropes with this question. You got me here. I, 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 got, I got Jason Knopf, dude. Like, kind of, I mean, I know it's between him and probably a couple other Penn State guys, maybe, but. See, that's what I'm thinking. I, all, those are, they're the best at wrestling to me. Yeah. So it's like, you guys are finding the question, who's the toughest? What do you mean? Like, just. Yeah, that's true. Tough that's, yeah, okay. so good at the sport. I'm, like, thinking about it differently. If you had to pick one guy to, like, you know, put in your corner with, like, yeah, me and this dude are going to be the toughest and we're going to win the most matches. Oh. Now, if we're talking who I want in the alley with me, that yeah. boy Gable, I'll take him. Who? That boy Gable Stevenson. Yeah, he's a dog, man, for a youngster. Hey, you see him? He's mean. Is that now... That'll, that'll take us to the next topic, so I'm glad you glad you answered that. He's obviously the biggest, baddest dude. He's big. He's big, bigger than me. He can dunk. He's athletic. He's great technique. Inside tie, hand fighting. I mean, his shots up to the feet. Dude, so all the positions. Were you? Did you know he was going to be how he was last year? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You I mean, did. I've been saying it for years. The kid's never going to lose. I mean, come on. Last year, he's he's taking Tony Nell. He beat Don Bradley. I mean, he's he's out wrestling senior level competition would you see him roll with their little uh who was it one of their lighter weights dude they were just you know rolling he looks that's what it, I mean the dude can wrestle it's freaky. there's not many heavyweights that can roll with a 25 pounder and not snap his ACL right yeah he's on another level his body control like that, that he's a special kid for me though I thought like you know I, I have almost I have so much respect for division one athletics that even if you're the very best in high school and he did some stuff on the uh, internationally that's freaky anyway, but like I feel like you're just going to run into some grown men who are going to teach you a lesson. He hasn't had that yet. He's actually... He's been wrestling with grown men. He is a grown man. He's, a, he's, a, he's, still, he's still maturing, though, dude. Like, he's still maturing. Physically, too. He has a beard. He's like 250. He can move. But you know that man's strength. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Nah, he's going to hit another level. Yeah, like Adam Coon a little bit showed him a little bit of it, you know. Yeah, when they wrestled, and, and but now you're talking next level. Right? No, absolutely. You're talking next level. So you for think me, you that think never hit my head when he's in thinking college level because he was like always putting himself together. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So I don't want to. I don't want to disrespect the champ, but you think uh, you think he he wrestles with with Snyder a little bit? Oh yeah, they would have a hell of a match. Yeah. Oh yeah. Interesting. In my opinion. Yeah. All right. Who's the? Uh, what's the? Without picking your home state, hometown, what do you think is the most underrated part of the country for wrestling? Yeah, obviously I'd be biased by saying Maryland, huh? Yeah, yeah, don't Not say Maryland. mention all them world champs that come from Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew, I knew you were going to go that direction, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so... Because uh, like, you've traveled a little bit. You've wrestled a lot of guys from everywhere. Oh, yeah, man. I've been to every state. Um... You know, Illinois can really wrestle, but I'm not gonna say they're underrated. They're on the map every year, winning, winning stuff. So. Yeah, their their youth their youth wrestling too is like top in the country, I think. So they're off the hook, and yeah. which I don't get how it doesn't translate to the next level. You're talking about that, right? That is what really surprises me is how those guys, even the guys in high school, how there's not because if you look at statistically, most of the champs are coming from PA and Jersey. Yeah. You know, Ohio. And then Cali and the West Coast. Right. But um, as far as underrated, man, I would have to say, like either like a, a state like Florida or Washington. That's just on that's on the spectrum. Uh, off, off to the side a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, you made a good point earlier when you were talking about Washington not having any place for guys to go. Yeah. Next level. So forces it it, 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 it creates a situation where you're you're stuck. You right. don't want to go too far from home and leave everything. Yeah. But if you really care about, you know, making the next level transition, you almost have to. Yeah, for sure. We have a kid from Post Falls, Idaho. He's he'll be a four timer. He's headed to Nebraska, and he's probably the last of of the group of people to uh to to catch a offer like that. You know what I mean? And I hope he, I hope he, I hope I wish the best for him because I know his family and stuff. But I'm like. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't nervous for these kids from this area going that, right. taking that. It says poor connection. I'm losing, losing you here. All right, I got you. Sorry, I was getting a phone call, so I can still see. You. Are you still able to see me? Yeah, I can see. You. It's the Wi-Fi. I got off of it. I know. Can you? Can you? Uh, I can see you and hear you if you're still good. Back on it. All right. Uh. So. What? What's your? Uh, are you a wrestling shoe guy? Um, you know, I'm not. I like I am. Like, like do you I got you got you got a brand you rock with? Nike sent me a few pairs. Oh, Nike. Oh, uh, well. oh yeah. You're probably you're probably tied up with <laughs> what you can say right now. <laughs> no, no, I'm not under contract. Okay. I can wear any shoe I want. I just. Uh, what's I the like best wrestling shoe you've ever worn? Uh, best wrestling shoe you've ever worn? Oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say too. My uh, Colats. 2K4s. Those are expensive. You can find a nice pair of those still. Well, Kerry, Kerry was, oh yeah, I can't find them anymore, but Kerry was our, my coach. And yeah, yeah, that's right. With boxes full and just handed them out. Dang, he's the man, dude. So the, the, those were sick. That was my favorite shoe for a while. I like the combat speeds and um, I like those, uh, man, what are those with the two stripes and they're, they're like kind of high. The Pursuit Twos. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna Adidas guy. Like I think it was probably when you were probably in college, like the old Adidas Response and the Addy Addy Strikes okay, and those yeah. with the zippers. I, I'm a big fan of those ones. 
Yeah, yeah, Addy Starts. That was a really and then those, those Kale V2s with the Velcro strap, too, were pretty legendary. You probably yeah, had, you dude, probably you had a pair of those. how much money he made off, off those shoes. When you, I was younger, everybody had Kales. Yeah, he's chilling. All right, just one last question, man. Uh, wrestling mindset, how do you think, how important do you think the mindset is wrestling, dude? There's what percentage of, what percent? It's got to be like 75%. Yeah. It's got to be, it's got to be the most important. To me, it's the most important thing of, of it. Yeah. I'll tell you, like, um, some of my best performances have, have been when I'm, like, uh, injured or feel physically incapable or f- physically inadequate to my full potential. Yeah. And it'll do something to my mind which forces me to, like, overcompensate and have a better performance because I feel like I'm physically not there. I feel like my mind will, you know, take me farther than I believe I would would be able to. Right. If you... Uh, you know, we have mindset coaches all over the country for teams and individuals. You think a mindset coach for you in high school would have, like, done some wonders for you? Oh, yeah, it definitely could have. I could have been living this type of lifestyle and taken <laughs> because of, like, my level of, like, I feel like of athlete I was at. I, I Had I had this type of focus and, like, you know, um, maybe corrective criticism or somebody that I trusted enough to guide me yeah. I feel like all my energy and stuff could have been sure almost like harnessed for a more purposeful because I was everywhere man I was running around here I'm doing this I'm hanging with the wrong crowd I had too much energy elsewhere I just like imagine if I had this level of focus towards the goal now I mean I feel like I could have yeah I don't know. Like, I feel like I could have been a legit 2012 Olympic team contender. Like, I feel like I could have already been fighting by now because I would have already accomplished my wrestling goals, you know? Right. Yeah, there's a lot now, of it, man. Now here I am with, like, the end of my line, looking at the end of my career, time's running out to accomplish what I feel like I should be able to do. Yeah. I feel that. And hearing it, you know, hearing it, you've had some guys in your life who aren't your direct coaches or your parents and stuff. That really influenced you. And, you know, having a, a coach who can speak wrestling but also help you in life and school, you know, hearing it from hearing those things from somebody else sometimes just resonates different. Yeah, and, like, I grew up where I had that. I had Tom DiCarlo from Golden Ring. And, and, yeah. then, and then what happens? Nine years old, he goes and overdoses, you know, and dies. Right. So, like, then these are the people that I'm looking at as my idols. That just gives you a... You know, yeah. a little bit of insight into what type of culture I was growing up with. Yeah, yeah, that's true, man. There's a lot of stuff, you know, people don't know. No, man. I mean, people watch different. The Wire and bad stuff in Baltimore. That's West Baltimore, and that's like, that's real bad. You know, I'm not saying I was growing up in the projects. And stuff yeah, like that. Cheer, hey, Cherry Hill. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, East Baltimore, it's a, it's, it's a special area. And right. I've, seen, I've seen talents greater than me not make it out which also will wake your ass up when you're young you know for sure well cool man hey I don't want to take up too much more of your Sunday I, dude I appreciate you uh, you got a lot hey, man, you got a lot going on good talking to you uh, I like the yeah man we'll uh, we'll keep in touch buddy and keep keep working man for sure keep me posted on what uh, what comes out to be with this uh, little interview thing yeah buddy I will I definitely will yep All right, buddy, have a good day. See you, man.
And that's a wrap for today's podcast. I'm Gene Zanetti from Wrestling Mindset. Make sure you check out our website, wrestlingmindset.com. Get our ebook. Make sure you get that ebook. Great information represents some of the best information that we have. Lessons that we've learned from some of the top wrestlers in the world. Lessons that we've learned from our own experience and the best that research can provide. Get the ebook, wrestlingmindset.com. Also, as an individual, make sure you personally sign up for the one-on-one free mindset consultation. The one-on-one free mindset consultation. Make sure you fill out the form and do that as soon as possible. The best results always come from one-on-one individual attention, whether it's strength training, whether it's technique, or whether it's mindset. One-on-one individual attention is always the best. Thanks for joining us. Make sure you join us again for our next podcast. Mindset makes the difference. Have a great day. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.